and welcome to episode 19 of the Horror Stands podcast. I'm Matt. Hey, this is Steve. And today we have what we decided on our last episode was our first true sequel episode. Yes, because Jaws 2 is not a sequel. Jaws 2 just kind of, well, well, we kind of just like skipped the, skipped the boat there. With Jaws. Right. This is Jaws our first one where we covered one movie and then did another that's a sequel. <laughs> I thought it'd be interesting because, well, first of all, we need to get through these. There's about 15,000 of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, and I know you actually, I was surprised at how much you liked the original. Mm-hmm. And obviously I love it. Mm-hmm. I think it was like my third favorite of our top, when we did our top, top 10. 10. So, and you said you were kind of curious of where things would go. Yeah. I wanted to know how this continued. Absolutely. I was, so I was really looking forward to this when you suggested let's do Friday the 13th part two. And we do what we want here. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have Friday the 13th part two, 1981, just a year after the first one, not rushed at all due to just, the success. Just a year. Just a year. Ooh. Most of them are. <laughs> good, good for that. <laughs> But Scream 2 was done in under a year, and that movie is a goddamn banger, right, Matt? <laughs> it absolutely is. It absolutely is. No cap, as you can say. <laughs> That's right. Directed by Steve Miner, who produced the first movie. He would go on to direct Halloween H2O, Lake Placid, R.I.P. Betty White. I think I've seen Lake Placid. With the alligator? crocodile? It's crocodile? Either, yeah. It's either an alligator or a crocodile. I can never get them Yeah. Straight. Oops. Wow. Well, there there was some sort of like, okay, aside here. You saw it because of Betty White, and she tells the officer to suck her dick. I think, I think that's why I first picked it up, actually. <laughs> no, there was some stupid, like, cereal thing where if you ate so much cereal, you could send in for, like, a free gift. Like a free DVD or free movie. That sounds like some 1999 bullshit and it was, that I missed. And Lake Placid, <laughs> I think, was on that. And I was like, oh, I've heard of Lake Placid. So oh, wow. let, let's get that DVD. And my mom was like, okay, sure. And we got it. <laughs> and now you're a Lake Placid stand. I got to see if I can find that. I think I got that DVD somewhere. I'm going to find it. That's awesome. Watch, it's not even Lake Placid. Watch, it's just some I, other crocodile I'm, movie. I enjoy I, Lake, sure Lake, Lake Placid. It's a stupid little movie. Yeah, I, like, I like it. It was nice. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was pleasant. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> You're not here talk for Lake Placid. No, that, not this that episode. That will be a future episode <laughs> if Matt can find his DVD. You gotta find that. Yeah, so I don't have too much background. They just kind of rushed rush this movie due to the success. You know, as all of the Friday movies had had very bad reviews. Critics were not here for this shit, but <laughs> made a killing at the box office. No pun intended. It made more money than the original. So this one did. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! I didn't so know that. I, I people enjoy these movies. You know they yeah. are targeting younger audiences mm-hmm. with these movies, obviously, and people like seeing them. So now, you might be able to help me out with the timeline for this a little bit. Oh boy! Uh, the, the original. <laughs> it's a mess. Friday the Thirteenth. Do you know exactly off the top of the head uh, what year we're in? For the original? There's not much continuity in these movies. I think at, at one point somebody says this movie takes place five years after. This one does, yeah. So nice. basically all these movies take place in the future, <laughs> um, <laughs> I think. Yeah, because I was trying to, when you said like one year later that this movie came out. It was like, made, but in the actual movie, 
it's five. Five, yeah. So that would be. So this might be eighty-five. Oh, because so the original takes place when I guess it originally. I think came it's out, present, sort of day. Like present day. Present day. Because we start in like the fifties, mm-hmm. then we go forward. Yep. I believe it's supposed to be the year it came out. Gotcha. Could be wrong. Don't come for me. You Friday stands. That's thank that, you. That's what it seemed like when I was watching the original. That it was it was present day when that movie came out. So, yeah, five years. Although after. now I'm questioning it. it I don't think the filmmakers ever put too much effort into these scripts. That's not why people like these movies, because like that, you know, what happens in the first scene. So Jason took a little while to get to Alice then. Right. If we even knew it was Jason at that point. (laughs) Well, we don't. But I know he's rocking some jeans that he doesn't (laughs) rock in the rest of the movie. It's true. I did like how Alice came back i thought that was really cool we had this nice not for long <laughs> we had this nice recap of the first movie. do we want to call it a nice recap matt this is the longest recap in history i, I, I think it's six minutes i will say I, it's six minutes in an already very short movie i enjoyed the recap <laughs> oh i don't know if, i don't know if it was the i definitely think they wanted people to remember what happened obviously but i also am like the more footage they show of the original that's less money you're spending (laughs) on your actual movie it it makes me laugh so much how long this goes on and like poor alice is thrashing on this bed like how long was this actress thrashing on this bed for it's a terrible nightmare looking like a leprechaun i don't know fashion st patrick's day maybe it was st patty's day (laughs) Uh, well, you know, obviously she's been through some trauma, so it's mm-hmm. nice to see, you know, that not for her, but, you know, I'm saying from a, from a <laughs> story perspective, we'd like to see her I suffer. like traumatic women. Um, <laughs> but are you so some people hate this kind of trope. This happens a lot, though, where they'll bring a character back from the original or whatever and then kill them in the first scene. Yeah. It's kind of lazy. Or are you just more surprised, so it was cool? Um, did you expect her to die, or did you think it was going to follow Alice? I I didn't necessarily expect it to follow Alice, because... Okay, you, you Why think, would she go back to the camp? Did, you, just, did well, you assume all these movies are at the camp? Yes, I did, I okay. did assume most. It could yeah. be like The Descent 2, where Sarah goes back into the cave. Then you keep going. <laughs> well, you, you hear all about these, you know, the most iconic final girls, and Alice is just not brought up that much. Yeah, so I thought, you know, Alice is not gonna last. I'll tell you long. about an iconic final girl who's brought up a lot, but we'll get to her. <laughs> um, so sorry, Alice. <laughs> So, I do like Alice, though. I like, did, I did she's like not, her. like, you know, the best, most badass, but no. um, the actress brings, like, a, a likable quality to her. I, I thought it was pretty cool that they brought her back for this scene. I, it's nice bringing her back for a six-minute flashback <laughs> of her rolling on the bed in her leprechaun suit <laughs> and then get killed. So I, I guess to answer your question, no, I, I – uh, or do I enjoy it? Yes, I, I, I don't mind it at all. I like having the characters brought back, even if it is if it is for like a cheap kill. 
better seeing them somewhat than not at all. Exactly. Kind of a thing. It's it's nice to see them back. But I do I do like the little detail because I remember in the first one, like she was drawing Steve, creepy Steve, her boss. Um, and in this, we see like that artwork. So it was like a little continuity thing, which they don't usually pay attention to in these movies. So good on you, um, production designers. They did something right. Writers. Uh, and then Alice is like walking around the house. She's getting these like creepy phone calls. And then she takes the shortest shower I've ever seen in my life. I don't get this every time I watch this. She literally gets in the shower and gets out. It hops out. She's she's just like making her hair wet. She's, uh, she's not even. It's like, not. I don't know if it even is. I just, I did like how they had these shots set up like the original where you had the. It was almost like the killer was right there, and then there's a lot of POV shots in this, and you don't know. Is it somebody watching her? Is it just the camera? Yes. That's that's very well done. I like that a lot. I like like that in this movie. I do like her conversation. Like she's talking to her mom and kind of saying how she needs to figure her shit out. Like, mm-hmm. again, just that trauma, you know, which she won't have to worry about much longer. It'll all come to a head. Then we get. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what she did. Um, and then we get another part that makes me laugh so much. We get the classic jump scare. Where she, you know, she's approaching the window with the ice pick. The music's building up, and we get this cat who's obviously thrown because you could just tell <laughs> by the body language of the cat. I hope this cat was well taken care of. This Many cat. treats. This, this cat was loved. You could, you could tell. And then Alice opens the fridge, and we get Mama Forhees. Is it the head? It's her yeah, head, right? it's her head. It's a little hard to tell. It looks a little different to me. Yeah. But it is her head, so Jason was just carrying this around. Maybe he had a plastic bag like Watcher, like in the movie Watcher, carrying this head around, and she gets ice-picked to the head, which oh. unfortunately, though, was heavily edited because this is when we have the MPAA, which is like the ratings board, mm-hmm. and they're really coming down on these kinds of movies at this time, so like... You know, all these movies are basically about, like, the great kills, but then they do them, and then they have to cut them to get the R rating because they're not going to release an NC-17 movie that's not going to make any money. Right. So that that footage has finally been released. Like, I think you can just find it on YouTube, which is pretty cool, at least, to kind of fill in the blanks of sometimes you might be like, they edited it too quickly, but it really was not because of the filmmaker's Mm -hmm. fault, you know. So you can find this footage now online. Mm-hmm. You oh, can I didn't see know it. that. Oh, that's, yeah, I that's think really cool. You can definitely see her the ice pick going through her is much more graphic. Um, but Jason's not too bad of a guy. He's nice enough to take her, um, what do you call it? Tea her, kettle? Her tea kettle off the <laughs> thing. You know, maybe he fed the cat too after. Or he probably ate him. I would, uh, I would hope it got dark. I would hope he spared the cat. <laughs> And we get our title card, and you know this is a sequel because this time we get it explodes. <laughs> <laughs> Their budget was like twenty dollars bigger. Like they're like, <laughs> look what we can do. <laughs> We're in the big leagues now, <laughs> with that classic um, Harry Ma- Manfredi score, that like violiny, psychoish music. But now I guess it'd be a good time to ask you. So, what did you think? Um. There's a lot of characters in this movie. Oh, no. I, I was introduced to a lot of different people, and it was a little hard to keep up at first. But they need a body count in these. They do. They do. And we we got to our core cast eventually. 
Uh, I was, but I feel like most of them were just in the background. Yes, and then they, they all go to that bar thing. So I don't even really count them. Oh, yeah, no, as no. characters. No, I just got instantly overwhelmed. I'm like, oh my god, there's. So Are many we gonna people. get have to meet all of these people? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, oh my god, I gotta start. Is this gonna be like? What was the movie? It was two. It's Jaws two. Jaws It's Friday two. Like Jaws two. I'm gonna have to buy another notebook for all these people. Like I don't know. <laughs> we didn't have, have tits notes. like a sparrow in this though. That, that they did not. Uh, I was happy to see the story progress in this film. I was happy to see what they did later on to, well, even this in this first scene where they incorporated uh, for here, he's uh, decapitated head. I thought that was, you know, awesome that they brought He's got some mommy back. issues. Yeah. And, and you, you, I mean, I'm assuming you probably thought it would be Jason here right yeah the, the first yeah. one was just okay yeah i was like we gotta get jason at some point be, just because the legacy of non non-hockey mask jason non-hockey mask were you kind of wondering I, about that too yeah i would i didn't know when that was gonna pop up and then i i did read a spoiler where oh, I found, man where i found out it doesn't happen till maybe part three <laughs> maybe <laughs> um but I, w- I was still happy that I lo- people a lot of people really like Baghead Jason. Baghead Jason. I think it, I think it, it works for him. Like don't get me wrong, the hockey mask is iconic. Yes. But it's kind of see like this is like his origin almost. Like you know, so now without getting too much into it, do they ever go into like, into space? No. Yes, into space. Um, yes, they do actually. No. Jason X. That's we, that's when we have to have Zavid in. Zavid oh. is a Jason X stan. Oh, and the, we'll one be, of we'll one of few, space. but he is. And Zavid will take us to space with Jason X. But isn't it crazy to think of where we start here, and then it and then it goes. Yes. To, I was wow. I did not we, know that was. We thing. go places in uh, this series. Um, part eight, we might go to uh, well, it's called Jason Takes Manhattan, so. May or may not go to Arkansas. And when we say Manhattan, <laughs> we mean he's on a boat for ninety percent of it. Then goes to Manhattan, aka Canada, pretending to be. <laughs> we'll we'll get there. Um, episode two hundred, two hundred fifty. I don't. That's know. a lot of episodes. That's like four. There's years a lot now. of movies. <laughs> so my main, so going back, my of course main... we don't wait for Friday Thirteenth to cover any of these. Yeah, we never time these right. <laughs> the next time. It'll be next week, so we'll have to do part three. Fuck. 3D. Friday 13th 3D. There it is. My, my, my main question was, uh, do they ever go into how Jason actually like makes it from possibly being drowned to now this? I can't spoil such things, but no. <laughs> they do not. Oh, man. this is not the series for answers, Matt. That's what you got to leave it to your for. imagination. I was hoping we'll, just... we'll talk about it later because they kind of talk about it themselves Slightly, later. Yeah. It, speculation, though. Man, I was really hoping the movie series. Spell it you out you for hate me. this series now. Uh, well, I you know I so did up... it live up to the original? Because there is, I would say, for the most part, more people like this movie than the first i don't but it's not such a wide margin um, i it's pretty close 
it's very close. Again, for me, what I loved about the first one so much was that it was not Jason as our main killer because you, you weren't expecting. I wasn't expecting it at all. And I was to have a franchise this old and still be surprised, I think, is uh, just so freaking awesome. <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. you, you Friday the 13th, it's Jason. Uh, so I think in that aspect, that surprise that stayed with me will make the first movie in this franchise all, mm-hmm. always just that. And I'm just movie. a Mrs. Forey stan. You know that. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. The fight scene was not I, that great. I love her performance <laughs> and... I don't know. There's just a charm to that first movie. Not that there isn't to this one, too. Mm. Um, but there is a few aspects that I do think this mm. movie, this one does better. But it's a, I would say it's a very solid sequel. Yes. Sequel-wise, this was done absolutely well. I think it gave uh, the people what they wanted in a sequel. And it still had a little continuity from the first film. And there's some things they do from the first film that I really enjoyed. But the most important part of why this is a great sequel is they brought back Crazy Ralph. Yes. I did. I know you were shook when you seen him. I was like, oh my God, there he is. Who and, and hollered. <laughs> and then he even like tells him, I told him. He's the last warning kids. him again, yeah. the new kids. Do they listen, though? No, no one listens to poor Crazy Ralph. He's not crazy. He really isn't, though. He, he, he just likes to ride around his bike, warning people that they're going to die. And he, people act like he's the worst thing in the world. I guess he's more eccentric than crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the true star of this movie. He'll kind of come back. He does um, like this. Vo- he does the voiceover in the intro to part seven. He's got a very um, distinct voice. Um, That's pretty cool. But he's an icon. He's a legend. He is the moment. But yeah, we're introduced to some some of the new kids and... You know, they're going to go to start up this camp. That's kind of like a counselor training session, I it's, guess. It's I like guess a, you need so much training. Like a camp for counselors. Counselor. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. But it, and it's near, it's very close near Camp Crystal Lake, which is where the original took place. Yeah, it seems like just a skip and a jump away. Yeah, pretty much. I thought it was an interesting premise, too, for this, uh, this sequel. It wasn't just someone reopening a camp or like having a camp for uh, kids. It was like, they're all counselors. They're all experienced. And now they're at this camp. I thought that was right. cool. It's kind of like, you know, they're semi-professional. I mean, they're having mm-hmm. fun, but they're also, there kind of for business. Yeah. But of course there's still a lot of, um, they may find stuff, some, some, <laughs> some pots, some, sexual encounters as you're not supposed to do but then we wouldn't have a movie then we meet one of my favorite aspects of this movie is final girl Ginny, played by amy Steele, who is in most people's top tier final girls and in mine too i think she's great um jenny's a fighter i just she just has this vibe that's different than most final girls like She's like a cool, like she's a cool girl. She doesn't take shit. She's resourceful. She fights back. There's one scene where I'm like, Ginny, what are you doing? But that's well, they, much, much later. They, you know, they always have to mess up a little yeah. bit. You can't ask for perfection. She keep, she fought by, back better than Alice. Sorry, Alice. R.I.P. We miss you. But keep, keeps you on your toes. That's, and I like her kind of like her just attitude with her boyfriend, Paul. He's kind of like. 
I mean, he's not the worst, but he's kind of like a tool. And she's just not here for it ever. Like when the car, she starts the car and it like goes in her in his face. And we love Jenny. Amy Steele's a good actress. She'll pop up in another one of my favorites, April Fool's Day. So stay tuned for April. Maybe we'll cover that. Ooh, that'd be good timing. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 get that timing right. Episode uh, sixty-three. Here we go. <laughs> Do it in October. <laughs> I love how to uh, we have our first set of counselors. Is it Jeff and Sandra? Mm-hmm. They come up on. Yeah. They, they find the sign for Camp Crystal Lake, and one of them goes, "Oh, Camp Blood!" Like so, it is known. It is well known where they're going is very close to where a bunch of people got murdered, but they're still going. Right. <laughs> um, it seemed like a good idea at the time, I guess. And also with, I just, I like um, the thing with Ginny's car too, just cause it sets up later, you know, the classic thing of the car not starting. Yeah. I'm like, at least here they set it up. We know so it's not random. Yeah. That's true. This movie script deserved an Oscar. Look at how they set that up. So Chekhov's car. <laughs> no one knew. And we have this nice scene, too, where uh, we have, I guess, our head counselor. We'll call him Paul. Paul, yeah. He's He's got everyone around a campfire, and he's telling them a ghost story. Oh, I always about. love a good campfire scene. Yeah, that, that was really cool. Everybody's really into his story, and the camera's just pushing in on it. Like, mm-hmm. we're kind of getting into it, too. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's a good, this is a smart way to get exposition out, too, about what happened, even though we did get that six minute um, flashback. So, I don't know if we needed it. But, <laughs> you know, because um, these plots are so complicated, we needed it explained. For those of you who need more than six minutes, <laughs> I needed a full on eight or nine. But, yeah, he's basically like saying, like, you know, the. Jason might be alive in these woods, just roaming around, you know, feasting on animals, which, you know, all turns out to be true. People. But he's kind of like this ur- urban legend, basically. Like, yeah. Where's Natalie when we need her <laughs> from urban legend? <laughs> Natalie would Natalie have, have done exp- <laughs> No. She would have accomplished so much. But Ted jumps out. We get a jump scare. Oh, that's oh good. Ted. Ted being Ted. He's got this. What, like wolf mask or something? It was like a cave, cave mask. Like a, oh, yeah, yeah, something. And he's got like the, the spear. Chekhov spear. Yeah. Which, you know, Jason might have some fun with. Maybe we, not. Maybe we're not. It's not, it's not this ain't no fake spear. Ted's not messing around. This is a real spear. And they set up earlier, too, how Ted was a jokester in the film. When uh, the car, the whole car bit. Yeah. That's a mean prank. Yeah. Was, Good, though. They didn't have to run that far, at least. No, <laughs> but I just I like how you know the film kind of built on that. Like, oh, Ted, the jokester, classic Ted. You know, right. Ted. And like, I think I said this in the original. Like, like once again, these characters aren't like super. Well, they're not much of characters necessarily, mm-hmm. but I still find them fairly likable. Yeah, you know, um, I like that we have a Mark in the wheelchair. You don't see that too often, even though the actor wasn't actually crippled. The movie would have been canceled now. Yep. Instant cancel. <laughs> we would have loved to charge. We that. got Vicky, thirsty Vicky. Vicky. She wants to get on that, sit on that wheelchair so bad. Oh my God, I didn't know Vicky's name for the longest time. <laughs> now you know, thirsty I, I, Vicky. I missed it. I have it written down. Like 
The se- in the second half, I was like, oh. What's Ricky what? has a type. What's the girl who wants to get with the wheelchair guy? We got Terry, who runs around in not much of anything, but we have Scott. Scott's always just like, hitting on her, and she's obviously not into it. Like, mm-hmm. take a hint, man. Take a hint. Right, he hits so her cool. ass with the, what do you call it? Slingshot. The slingshot. Yep. Like, like, what are you, five? <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this is how I get chicks. It, it's it's not working, Scott. Less is more, and um, true icon of the movie Muffin. Oh, sweet Muffin. Muffin. Muffin's girl. so cute, which will lead me to some confusion later on, but we'll get to that. But then we have the true saddest uh, part in this franchise. Ralph gets oh, gets chastened. Yeah, he gets choked with some barbed wire and then the series turns to shit after this who's gonna warn people now hopefully one of these kids survives <laughs> yeah, they make it their life mission just to warn people um and also while he's getting killed like there's like this scene between paul and Ginny. do you think Ginny's pregnant oh. because she says a line about there's something i need to tell you mm-hmm and then he like they're just like whatever. And then she wakes up too, and there's a like written in lipstick on the mirror. It says, um, "Beware of bears," which before Paul was saying about how if you know there's bears in the woods, be careful if you're on your menstrual cycle. Basically, keep oh. clean. Wow, well, I never she thought had, about that. I don't oh, know. Wow, I don't know. Very well put, man. <laughs> I guess. But hold on, if she was pregnant, she wouldn't have a menstrual cycle, so right, she wouldn't need to be aware of bears. So he was getting his red wings, though. <laughs> maybe, maybe he's trying. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. I don't. That's Amy Steele. Come on our podcast and we'll let us know. Yeah, we we love you, Amy. We're interested to hear from you. <laughs> Um, and then we get like some walking around the woods and we have this like hilarious edit where we get our icon muffin walks into Jason. Then we immediately cut to hot dogs on the grill. Poor muffin. It's it's, it's hashtag justice for muffin, but maybe not. Muffin. I don't know. Muffin will give I don't justice. know if muffin's alive or not. We'll see. Yeah, I, thought, I get mixed messages from this movie. Yeah, when I saw that scene, I was like, oh, my God. They actually well, because it. they find a body, a dog body. It looks exactly like Muffin. Like yeah. How many of those dogs are running around this woods? Right. But then we have the scene at the end where Muffin comes in. But was that just a dream, some people think? Mm. We'll get to that. We'll yeah, get to that. We'll but there. Maybe we'll choose to believe Muffin is alive and well. I, I want to live in the world where Muffin is. <laughs> then we get... Who are they? The Sandra and Jeff. Sandra and Jeff. Like, she's obsessed with finding Camp Blood. She's a bad influence. She really is. Like, he wants nothing to do with this. Like, he's dragging her. He, <laughs> she's dragging him to go. And that's when they find maybe Muffin. Um, it looks a lot like Muffin. Poor, like, <laughs> mutilated Muffin. You know, Jason's got to eat, I guess. <laughs> but they run into the sheriff, and he's not happy about this. The kid's causing trouble and whatnot. But I do like the scene in the sheriff's office where 
um he's like like are you gonna do anything about these kids like are you gonna oh, reprimand them yeah. he's like jenny no seconds on dessert for jeff and sandra yeah. <laughs> sounds like a really cool guy to work for that's right <laughs> but then this sheriff guy he's driving down the road and i really like the shot like suddenly we see jason like run in front of his car so the sheriff is running chasing after him like this goes on and on like this poor guy like he has to stop a couple times i mean you know he isn't like a 20 year old <laughs> he's like jesus christ he had a few too many donuts that morning yeah <laughs> cops love donuts <laughs> um he runs into jason's mansion his beautiful mansion some weird abandoned shed this place is disgusting full of nonsense rent must be cheap at least no no one probably even knows it's there so he's looking around looking around and then he sees something we don't see it though he's like oh my god and then hammer to his head nice knowing you sheriff you did your best he did do do a lot of running so he did he kept a little bit bad for him after that run after that one knock (laughs) hammered (laughs) he probably liked it and this is when you can kind of do a sigh of relief matt because all our random people go to town so we can get like just a few of them isolated. Just you know, easier for Jason. Our key, our key players here. <laughs> Jason's like, thank God, this is going to be a lot easier now. I enjoy this part, too. <laughs> Made it a lot easier for me. And, you know, we get some more Mark and Thirsty Vicky. And just, like, a lot of her lines are just so funny. It's just like, I only want your fingers at one point. Oh, yeah. And then she takes out these video games, which, oh, my God, these games are something else. Like, these big-ass, bulky things yeah are you familiar at all with what they i've playing va- i think i vaguely remember them because huh? i did vaguely. not i did not know at all i was like that's definitely not a game boy but i don't know what it they're is they're cool like if i get my hands on one i'll play it okay. and terry she just decides to randomly go skinny dipping which they do quite often in these movies just you wait matt uh it's it just doesn't seem appealing to me at all. No, not this late at night. You know, there's bugs everywhere. Who there's, knows what's going to nip at you in the water. Yeah, like there's this this random creep who's been like watching you all day. Yeah, no, not, not, not about it. Not going to knock it. but Don't knock it until you try that, it. That's the thing. Like, I'm not going to knock it right now, but I don't think I'm going to do it anytime soon. And then we get the scene, which makes me laugh every time, where Vicky, well, basically Vicky and Mark, they're like, okay, we're going to go hook up. She's like, let me, just give me a couple minutes to get ready. She goes to her room, <laughs> takes out off these black underwear, and, like, pulls out <laughs> these disgusting-looking brown panties. The, the Do brand. those look sexier than the black to you, man? No, not at all. I don't know where she got these from, but. But she looks so pleased and like, oh, yeah, like, I'm doing this. <laughs> He's going to be doing wheelies <laughs> once he sees this. Like, no, no. Choices, Vicky, choices. And then she gets some perfume and is like spraying, you know, and then, you know, she sprays down in her little coochie area. Like, that doesn't, like, you can get like a UTI or something. Like It would have been cool if there was a bear that showed up. As like a plot twist, she gets eaten by a bear. As like, as like a flashback to the concert, no perfume sort of thing. That'd be a good callback. And then Jason's like standing there, like, "Oh, I guess I don't have to do any work here." 
We could have wrote a better movie. Okay, then we get one of the more memorable deaths in the movie. <laughs> Poor Mark. Oh, with the machete. You know or what? Like, yeah. Long ass knife. It's the machete, but like he uses the the other end of it, which he does in an, when he kills Scott too, which I don't really understand. But whatever works for you, Jason. I mean, it, it did work. Um, you know what you're doing. And he's an equal opportunity killer. It's kind of is ballsy to me that they just killed us, you know, crippled character. And, and it was pretty like brutal too. It wasn't one of the more kill. brutal kills. Yeah, it was hit as after he gets hit with the machete, he falls down the flight of stairs. Never the longest hit. flight of stairs to ever exist. And it's not like he ever loses. Um, I I don't like he. He he stays going backwards on these stairs for so long. Like he maintains his grip and his form. It's incredible. <laughs> it, it is, and it's just it's very mean spirited death. But you know, they did that. Uh, they didn't give a fuck. Poor Mark. Then we have creepy ass Scott stealing Terry's clothes. And also, did you notice this when Terry's coming out of the water? There's. A, it sounds just like the Jaws theme. That had to be intentional. Oh, really? I'm like, this is straight up out of Jaws. Like, John Williams should get a check for this movie. I miss every time this movie plays. <laughs> John Williams gets like 30 cents. <laughs> right. oh, I miss that. No. But it's okay because Scott gets trapped in a like a rope, like a Some sort of like animal trap. Well, they're always like. in the movies. Whatever they're trying to trap. Yeah, where they got the the little. Little thing of rope underneath someone's legs, and they just get hung up. You see it. You've seen huh. it in one film. You've seen it in all of them. Right. But I do like. She's like, you know, I should just let you hang, you pervert. But but she just, she decides to try to be a good person and set him free. Try to set him free. Terry with her um, what do you call those tops? Those crop tops, but it's even like less than a crop top. Yeah, there's there's you just covering the boobs, barely. <laughs> But yeah, we just saw her boobs not so long ago. Uh, right. <laughs> but in the meantime, when she's trying to find, like, a knife to cut him down, um, he gets his throat macheted from the other opposite end. But okay. He um, gets jasoned. He gets jasoned. Terry finds the body. We don't see her death, but um, I guess we'll have to leave that up to our imagination. She doesn't come back at all? She is back in part six. Oh, that's pretty cool. Terry's revenge. Oh, I'm fucking with you. No, she's just oh. we we see her body at the end. Did you notice it at the shrine? Like oh. the Mrs. Forries, it's like just hanging yeah. out. There's no like distinct wounds on her, so maybe she got it got off pretty easy. Maybe she choked her out. <laughs> like we don't got time to put any blood or makeup on you. Just lay down. Just just stay down. You're dead. You, you'll be fine. We're over budget and out of time. Hold your breath. <laughs> Then we get, um, I actually really like the scene at the bar where there's kind of, Jenny starts talking about Jason and like, cause she's like, I think she's in school for child psychology. Yeah. So she's just kind of talking about, well, if this, the legend actually happened, would Jason still be in the woods? I think she drops the R word, but with no ill intent, yeah. especially at the time period. Um, she becomes like a sympathizer almost. To him. Exactly, and yeah. And I really like that. It makes him... It gives her more layers, too. Yeah. It makes it sound like Jason's much more humanistic character. And, like, she can obviously see through everything he's been through and tries to tries to really see the person behind the 
what do we, what do we call this, just, Jason? What's his, what's his nickname? With the mask. It's not Michael or Freddy. <laughs> Jason. Oh, Baghead. Baghead. She tries to Jason? see past the Baghead for she, this guy. <laughs> she, she sees the layers yeah. deep underneath. Exactly. This could have been a love story. Missed yes. opportunity. Another missed opportunity. <laughs> this is like Hannibal. Clarice and, uh, well, Hannibal. Uh, is that what they did? <laughs> kind of. More in the book, though. They didn't really go that far in the movie. Yeah, but I never got that. We'll get in there. Did you see Han- Silence of the Lambs? Did see Silence of the Lambs. Hannibal? Uh, Hannibal. Was that his origin? No, that was the sequel, but um, What's-Her-Face didn't come back. Uh, Jodie Foster yeah. didn't want to come back, so they had Julianne Moore. Yes, I did see that. I'm low-key a Hannibal stan. I think that movie's a banger. Just people don't want to admit it. The, uh, the airplane scene? That's good. Where he feeds the kid the is every time up. Yes, but even before that, where he's like, spoiler, handcuffed with her. Oh, that's at the yeah. house before. Yeah. Oh, house before. Yeah, yeah that was a good scene. Right. And you're right. Yes, it's, that was really good. Listen, just because it's not a copycat of Silence of the Lambs, it's doing its own thing. It's girl, good on its own in its own terms. The girl with the dragon. T- this is that part of the same universe or no? I'm with thinking Snoozy Mara. Is that it? <laughs> no. Remember Snoozy Mara from different. Nightmare? That's different franchise. You're thinking of, There's there was Red Dragon. Red Dragon, that's what I was thinking Which of, was yeah. the prequel mm-hmm. to Silence. That's it's, what I was thinking of. Eh, it exists. I was happy that there it's was It's a movie that story. was, it was filmed. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats to all. Um, it's we'll, fine. We'll definitely have to do the Sounds of the Lambs. We'll do one month, the whole trilogy. I don't know if I feel like... I never watched Hannibal Rising. I've never had a desire. Is that when he's I, young? I think that's like the prequel. I think I... Mm, <laughs> you I think randomly I, seen that. I, I think I have seen that one, yeah. we th- There was this weird part in college <laughs> where like I feel like me and my college friends got on all these um, horror movies. And I think Sounds of the Lambs might have been a series of them because I'm trying to think of when I would ever see these on my own. Right. Maybe it wasn't with them. Maybe it was. I don't know. But it seems like college is when I was like, saw the Sounds of the Lambs franchise. It's pretty cool. They're yeah. good, except for Hannibal Rising, I guess, from what I've heard. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of prequels. I'm not a prequel guy. But you like things explained, so we're, are you a prequel guy, you think? Um, You know what? I guess I really don't know if I've seen enough prequels to make that call. Um, like Okay, so we talked a little bit. I think it was last episode about the nun um that was okay i mean it was definitely wasn't better than mm. the conjuring main timeline than or main series by any means right it was okay um i just kind of other prequels but comes to my like star wars prequels those were all garbage right at, well at the time like <laughs> i was like okay whatever but now that I guess I'm older, I'm like, okay, they're really... Now that you've seen the new ones. <laughs> now that I've seen the new ones, the, the sequels, I'm like, okay, I guess... Do I want to bring this up? Are you are you a Last Jedi hater? I will not be the Last Jedi. No, I like the Last Jedi. I'm sad what I they... I might have to edit this out. Cause <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad what they did with Luke Skywalker. People are character. very passionate. Yeah. Just because like that's not Luke Skywalker. It really is. I mean let's let's yeah. Yeah, I just I watched it as a casual fan yeah. and I was like seems like one of the better ones. It, it was okay. Um <laughs> I I it seemed kinda of meta almost too in ways, which I you know, I enjoy a meta mm-hmm. approach to things. 
like when he, t- <laughs> I'm gonna lose so many subscribers because of this conversation. Like when he tossed the lightsaber at the beginning, I people were so. That. It was so funny I though. Did you not laugh though? I was like, "What the fuck?" Because you had all this build up from Force Awakens. I can see that, and that was the it. Was just funny to down. me that they went there. I'm like, "What?" He the said, "Fuck, fuck your happening? lightsaber." That that was. That was that they did look dirty with that. Phantom Menace, that's where it's at though. Jar Jar. Best movie ever. Me says so. <laughs> <laughs> How's that Jar Jar? Poor poor Jar Jar. Um so, so Friday the thirteenth part two. Not uh, not the, not the, the Star the Wars last podcast. Jedi. <laughs> not the last Jedi Star Wars podcast. So now we're really starting to, to to get into some of our kill scenes. We had our The movie's skinny, picking up. We yeah, we had our skinny dipping scene. And we then, just had to get through a 25-minute flashback. <laughs> like, he starts banging out these kills pretty good. Yeah, well, one right after the other. We have... Uh, we get a Sandra and Jeff um, getting the double whammy. There's this podcast that's really good. It's called Kill by Kill. Mm-hmm. And they call it, when somebody... They call it Get Bunked, which is based off the kill in this movie, where if you basically two people at once getting stabbed so that's a get bunked kill i love a get bunked two for one special so even though you know again they had added out some of that footage Mm -hmm. it still works like it's still you know Mm -hmm. cool he's efficient (laughs) i i will say none of the kills in this film i don't know if it's because they they were just more on their ass with this film for like ratings and they were but I think of back to the first film. They were more effective. Oh, you saw more. It was great. It was like when he's under the bed and he just puts stairs the knife through. Kevin Bacon, who you know now. No, wait, 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 no, now. Iconic that, kill. That was great. And I think every kill that I saw in this film, I kind of like went back. I'm like, yeah, it was good, but they didn't they didn't go that right. Well, far. It probably did it make a little bit more sense when I said they had to cut things because right. you were probably because it does seem like oh they cut away too quick because mm-hmm. they they didn't have a choice yeah because you know these graphic movies were ruining teenagers lives and you know all this violence and look at us we're pretty violent people yes we're we're not casual chill at all <laughs> uh, <laughs> then thirsty vicky poor vicky didn't even get to have any after all this oh. although okay this might be rude of me to ask She's like looking for Mark upstairs. Um, <laughs> you know, there was no ramp. I don't think to go upstairs. Definitely not a ramp. <laughs> Mark. Mark. Well, here, here's what I don't get to. Mark is in training. He's in training. Aren't they all in training to be camp counselors? No. Like she offers him like drugs or beer or like a cigarette or something. Like, no, I can't. I'm in training. I th- oh, I just assumed he met the ca- camp counselor, and he he takes it very seriously. Oh, but maybe not. That could have been it because she at one point I think asked him like, "For what?" And like they cut away. Like they don't. He never answers it. And he says, like, "I do like it when she like asks him, well, you know, like how what happened to you?" I think he says motorcycle accident, right? And just getting a little backstory before. Yeah. Before he was the done. inevitable inevitable death. Um. But one thing with Vicky too is she just walks her in. nasty ass underwear. <laughs> she just walks into uh, Sandra's room there without like knocking. 
Rude she goes AF. Sandra and like walks in. Sandra? She goes, Jeff? She doesn't knock and wait. She just walks in, Sandra, and walks in, finishes it. Random, but she reminds me of like uh, Monica Lewinsky a little bit. You see it? Is it just me? I, Monica, I, was this you? I can see it in the hair. <laughs> um, I can see it. I see what she's going for. But I do really, really like the scene where she goes in and like she's calling for you know, well, Sandra and Jeff, mm-hmm. and then Jason comes up from under the covers. You know, it's a good little scare, and then slashes at her leg he's coming at her and i even like the detail of like his thumb has like one of those bruises on it yeah which i guess wasn't even that just the guy happened to have the actor really playing jason happened to uh. have that but i just think it just adds to i don't know the creepiness and then she gets stabbed poor vicky didn't even get that wheelchair d maybe next movie <laughs> she's dead though prequel <laughs> the vicky origin story <laughs> this is where she really likes wheelchair man <laughs> but yeah things are really kicking off here because we get paul and Ginny. their kids would be very very blonde by the way oh, yes. um absolutely if paul lived which we'll get into too because we don't know um but i do like the scene where like paul's like looking around and Ginny can kind of and we too like we can kind of make out seeing a sh- like a figure of somebody and she's like paul i think somebody's in this room like kind of calm she doesn't really realize mm-hmm. what's going on paul there's somebody in the fucking room and then paul gets attacked maybe she could have helped him here this that's is, all one part yeah i'm I just like whenever final girl does something bad i'm just like oh it's the script um, <laughs> just it, on the script it is, it is the script. script run away um, and then we also get the scene, which, of course, if anybody's seen Mean Girls 500 times like me, it's the scene that Janice and uh, Damien are watching. And then Katie comes in and scares them. Uh, oh, yeah. fun, fun the scene with back. Ginny in the bathroom. And I like this scene, too, the kind of the suspense. She's like, mm-hmm. should I go for the window? Is he going to come through the door? We don't really know. Mm-hmm. And then his hand smashes through the window. It's a good scare. And then we have this whole thing leads into my favorite thing, <laughs> a chase scene. I haven't written down your chase. Did you write stars? <laughs> and yeah, this is definitely, I would say, one of the better chase scenes out there. It's really good. It goes on for a long time. There's some stunts and falling down. Like she runs into like the kitchen area, finds our old buddy Crazy Ralph's body. And there's some more like suspense where she's up against the door with the knife and all of a sudden like jason the pitchfork goes through Mm -hmm. another good scare so she books it jumps out the window goes into the car and whenever i see the scene now there was like this commercial for some car company and like they would play the scene it was like our cars won't will start or something like that Mm -hmm. i don't know Uh, but another good scene where like jason pops up and is trying to get through her with like on top of the, what is this, like a beetle? This is like a bug? I don't know what car this is. Yes, yeah, Through the top. Cool. She needs a better top to her car. Um, I, th- I thought that was really clever on Jason's aspect, too. Just stabbing through he's the not, top. He's not completely dumb. No. He's got his moments. But some more good action. I also love Jenny, like, like waiting in the trees for him, and then she just kicks him in the nuts. Yes, that was good. <laughs> and then we get Jenny's hiding in one of the random cabins under the bed. Jason's coming in. We get some suspense here. A rat comes in. And I've seen this debated a lot, and I don't know why. I'll see what you think. 
The pee. Who pees? The rat <laughs> I, or Jenny? I wasn't sure. You better be on my I, side here. I thought it was. Or I'm getting a new co-host. I thought it was the rat. What's it going? Wow. Oh, I thought it was the rat. What, would a rat pee that much? But what? She's so. I just took it as she's so scared you would pee. But like, why would it that much like be on the floor? Because it, it went her through pants. her pant leg. But it would like. I think I her mean, pants would absorb it more. Like so they were that, there. I mean, this movie wouldn't be that accurate. That's it just true. seems so random to have a rat pee. I did think she, I when I first saw him, like, is she peeing? I was like. No, she's got all those Let's do a like, poll. Let us know which side are you on. Was it the rat who peed or Ginny? <laughs> and that's when I thought, like, okay, like the clothes would have definitely absorbed more of that, so it's got to be the rat. But I could also see if the clothes absorb nothing and her she just peed. Okay, you're on my side now, aren't you? When I, I could definitely see your side, a thousand percent. This is the biggest question since, you know, Sophie's Choice or something. I don't know. <laughs> we, have uh, to, we have to ask the actress. That's the only thing we can do. Amy. I tried it. I wanted to meet Amy at a convention, and then she backed out. She wasn't there. I was very upset. Amy, if you're listening to this, uh, please come meet up with us, do a podcast episode. Steve would love we to love you. you. You are top-tier final girl. See? There you are. There's our, there's our open invite. Jamie Lee who? <laughs> I don't know her. <laughs> and Jason is smart, though, because like he waits for her to come out. He's standing on a chair. He could have picked a stronger chair, maybe. It does make me laugh when the chair gives in and he falls. And then we get the Ginny gets the chainsaw, which I like, too. They set that up early there. She could work a chainsaw. It's pretty aggressive. With the the script, I'm telling you, low key. They, they knew what they were doing. <laughs> Chekhov's chainsaw. They set up. They paid off. And I do fi- kind of feel bad at jason at this point he just keeps getting owned by jenny mm-hmm. like like <laughs> she's coming in with a chainsaw he looks legit shook he's scared uh she, then she hits him with the chair <laughs> now is she getting back in future tales i'm not saying nothing oh, but no no <laughs> <laughs> i won't get your hopes up oh. they wanted her back in three it was like gonna be her in a mental institution and jason was gonna come after her but she didn't want to do it which she said later she regretted. Um, Sounds like Terminator 2. It would have been better than Friday 3. Ooh. Sorry, I know. Yeah, Friday 3 has its stands. And it has some great parts. Don't get me wrong. but uh, uh, <laughs> Then Ginny finds the nasty-ass Jason Shed. This was the coolest part of the movie for me. I love it. Well, it has my favorite shot in the movie for me. What's that? When she runs in, and then we can see Jason running oh. from the side, out from outside, into yes. the cabin, but she doesn't see it yet. That's yeah. pretty creepy to me. That was really I was cool. like, oh, shit, turn around. Yeah. I was wondering if they were even going to, like, have her look out or anything, or right. was she be left to anticipation when I first saw that. But, yes, that was very well done. Um, and I'll, I will mention Steve Miner, director. Like He went on to do some kind of biggish movies he did this movie with mel gibson and jamie lee curtis who would who, who he would later work with on halloween h2o like he's definitely not like i would say he's a workman-like director like you can't watch a steam minor film and be like that's a steam minor film he doesn't really have a stamp mm-hmm. but he's really good at like especially chase scenes like his movies always have banger chase scenes like halloween h2o and he directs friday 13th 32 which has a great chase scene so 
Steve, come on our podcast. We'll talk about chase scenes. We'd love to chat. Oh, and he directed Lake Placid too. Uh, Even better, we could. We, we'll talk we about um, discuss one of your biggest bops. <laughs> we'll talk about Betty White swearing all the time, which is iconic. That'd be cool. And big alligators or crocodiles, we're not sure. Or what, what you maybe initially I feel like it was an alligator. No, maybe not. Which which is the one that rolls, the death roll they call it. I think that might be crocodiles that do. Death I know what you're talking about where they like snap the neck or whatever. Is that what happened fighting? in X? Remember X? When she got oh, spoilers there's a lot. For there's X. a lot of alligators and crocs in X. I feel like I think there was just one. It was just one. I just the the one big one. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, but yeah, any of you um alligator crocodile experts, let us DM know, us. Let us know about like. <laughs> well, I'm assuming this might be the scene you're talking about with the sweater and Herbert. You liked with yes, she's, really, she's using that her. child psychology. Yes, it's all coming back, uh, and it's working for the longest time. And I love that. And I, I just love. Can it. I tell you though? It, yeah. The grossest part of this, mo- of this movie is her putting on the sweater. I don't know. It's just you know that thing's nasty. I thought that she was gonna take it a step further and try to put it on her face. That's <laughs> she's the like, she's like a female leather face. <laughs> yeah, I thought she was gonna like. She's like, I'm not gonna go that far. Maybe did she have a pair of pants? She could have really sold it. Put the Mrs. Forey's pants on. Exactly. She she wasn't committed, Jenny. Come on. <laughs> Jenny could have done so much more to save your marriage. But yeah, this is good. I like how we get Betsy Palmer back as Mrs. Forey's and like the the flashbacks, and it cut, keeps cutting back and forth between Jenny and Mrs. Forey's talking. Just so we're in Jason's mindset, basically. So are those new shots? She came. She surprisingly came back, even though, like I told you, she didn't want to do the first one. She did it because she wanted to buy a car. So maybe she could buy a second car with this paycheck. That's (laughs) really cool that they actually got her back for this. Yeah. So she's probably like, all right, I'll come back for like two hours. Make it quick. (laughs) Give me my fucking car. I need like just a line. (laughs) I'm going to upgrade this car. Pit my ride. Did she come back at all in future titles? This is that. Oh, that's. This so is that. It was. It was nice though that she did end up like Doing she. She's. She passed away now, but she ended up embracing it later in life. Like she would do conventions mm-hmm. and, oh, which good. is nice because she didn't wasn't into it, you know, back in the day. So because it's just a paycheck at first. Right. Car need a car. <laughs> Well, that's really cool. She did embrace it later in life because this was an iconic character that she did play. Definitely memorable. Yeah. They tried to hire like a different actress for um, Freddy versus Jason. And no offense to that actress because, you know, you, you just but who's going to live up to the original right. flop actress? No, just kidding. <laughs> she did terrible. <laughs> We're never doing that movie. But then Paul's alive. Or, well, Jason first. Jason sees the head. He happens to get a glimpse of the head, so he's like, "Oh shit, she's she's not my mom. she's tricking me. I've been punked. Yeah, I've been punked." <laughs> <laughs> you ever see, just runs out. <laughs> have you ever seen Just Friends with Anna, Anna Ferris? No, Ashton. I know you're here. Get out, Ashton. That should have been Jason. Um, <laughs> it's kind of a rom com, so you might like that one. Um, so. But then, yeah, there's, like, fighting, but then Paul's alive and managed to find this shed in the woods. Okay, whatever. So they're fighting, fighting, and then Jenny manages to stab him with the machete. All is good in the world. 
franchise over. They get to a safe cabin. The music's playing. They find Muffin. By They find Muffin. They think they're not sure what's there. It's kind of a suspense moment. And it's a cute little Muffin there. But I'm like, that looked like that soul was Muffin, the body. The dog that was mutilated or the animal that was mutilated in the forest was definitely Muffin. Which could play into people's... All right. So then, of course, they're by this big-ass window, right? Did you think some he was going to pop out here? See, from the first movie, I was like, they're not going to get me again. I know from the first movie, when the nice, peaceful music plays, something's going to happen. And then the nice, peaceful music started playing, and I'm like, mm. well, okay, you got Ginny, you got Paul, ready to go and fight. They seem like nothing's going to hurt them. So I guess... This is a very nice ending. I'm going to sit back, relax. Credits are about to pop up, right? Credits are about to pop up. And then all of a sudden, the freaking Jason busts through the window. Nasty looking hillbilly Jason. Freaks me the heck out. So they got you again. He got me. He got me again. I'm so upset they got me again, but they got me. I was was ready for it. (laughs) I know it's, they're not, this peaceful music doesn't mean anything, but they played it off so well. Don't worry. They won't get you in the next one. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we uh, finally get to see a glimpse of his face in like these last shots here. Because earlier when they f- first discover his face, it's we're, the audience don't, has not seen it. Don't get used to Jason's look. <laughs> I'll just say that. In any of them. That's fine. I'm, you know, I'm. They just they just kind of do their do their own thing from film to film. Uh, Oh, that seems continuity. What's that? You know, most movies have a continuity supervisor like that's their job. They said we can't afford that. (laughs) We spend it all on these this these gore effects that we had to cut anyways. You you should message them. Be like, if you need a continuity supervisor for your next Friday the (laughs) Thirteenth, I'm your guy. (laughs) Well, Tom Tom Savini, you remember who Tom Savini is? Sex Machine. Oh, Sex, sex who Machine. Did, sex Machine. Who did the effects for the original. He didn't come back, uh, so they hired somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but he will return to the franchise in part four, which may or may not be my favorite. Ooh. So if we can just quickly get through part three. Mm. <laughs> maybe, maybe another ten episodes, we'll get to part three. No, three's, three's fun. Three is fine. Maybe. Maybe another few episodes will get to three. Maybe some people will get. You're thirsty for the next one still. I'm. I'm interested to see where the story. Goes. I don't want you to get burnt out either. Not like Scream. Yeah. All right. So Matt did a marathon of the Scream films, pretty much, right? Yeah, because you. We had. I told you I watched Scream two. So you're like, you need to watch Scream one, two, three, and four. I was like, well, well, not two, but you need to watch the rest of them. I was like, absolutely, I will. So I watched one, <laughs> and then I watched two, and then I watched three. And then, like, at 2.30, in the morning, I started Scream 4. It was not the best way to view the Scream series. You Nor would I recommend it to You anyone. needed to wait a day or two. Fresh eyes. I was just, I was so ready to, like, see, oh, what's the next, like, twister thing going to be? Who's going to be the killer this time? And I loved, I liked that aspect of it, but I felt like I missed out a lot on, like. Well, one day we'll before. cover Scream 4, so you can tell us how you feel when you aren't screamed out. But then, yeah, also at the end is weird because then we see Ginny being wheeled out in a stretcher 
asking for Paul. And Paul's nowhere to be seen. He's MIA. And, like, this is the thing. There's, like, rumors. People, there's speculation that the actor was fighting. He wanted more money, so he refused to film. Mm. Some people say the filmmakers want it to be ambiguous. I don't know what the truth is, but we have no idea what happened to Paul. Uh, <laughs> just one loose end. They they just, these movies just keep you thinking at night, you know, what happened to you, Paul? And Muffin. Yeah, and people think that might be a dream scene, too. The, the whole window, Jason coming through the window. Oh, no, I don't think it's a dream. I at mean, all. it was it a it was a dream at the end of the first one, wasn't it? It had to been. Well, the cops say because young Jason wouldn't have been young to pop out of that lake if this movie is only five years after. That could be a continuity issue. As we, as we <laughs> Again, no continuity supervisor. I don't know because she ends up like getting pulled into the lake. By Jason, but um, maybe it was like almost like a premonition, though. Like she knows he's out there. It could have been too. I don't know. It's it's hard to say. It's hard to say say with these amazing scripts from the Friday the Thirteenth movies. But yeah, that's the second of many, many, many installments, and Matt can't wait to keep going. I'm looking forward to seeing the hockey mask. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to see how that happens. Hopefully it's a. That's part seven. Fuck. No, just kidding. (laughs) Uh, I can't do these anymore. (laughs) We thank each and every one of you for listening. Yes, thank you so much. Follow us in places. Follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, at Horror Stands. If you have any movie suggestions, nice comments, just shoot us a DM or hit us up. On our email. What's our email, Matt? at gmail.com. Feel free to send us anything. What did you like? What didn't you like? Nudes. Nudes. <laughs> we're, we're open to anything at the Horse Dance Podcast here. We don't, we don't judge. We keep it cash. <laughs> we're keeping it cash. And for our next episode, we number 20, we have a throwback. A very throwback. It's in 1976. Carrie. So we... Hope you will join us for Carrie. Talk about this classic film. Maybe one of my favorites. Not to be confused mm. with any of the remakes. Yes, we will not be discussing the... I can't remember when the first... The, there was a TV movie remake from maybe the early <laughs> 2000s hot. Um, also, The Rage Carry 2 from 1999, which I don't hate. Maybe we'll cover that. In the semi future, it's okay. We can cover any of this. It's not too bad. Calm down, people. Um, (laughs) And then the Chloe Grace Moretz version from 2013, which was the best one. No comment. She was not miscast at all. Aww. Are you a Chloe Grace Moretz stand? Don't know who that is. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know Kevin Bacon. Don't know Chloe. You know Kevin Bacon now. Now, now I'm aware. I can't wait to talk about Tremors. Banger. Although it's a non-real creature, so I do worry about your thoughts. Tremors After who? Blob. Tre- oh, that's another movie. Oh, with Kevin, Bacon. Kevin Bacon's yeah, and Tremors. Iconic. Um, but thanks again for listening. We'll see you for the next one. Yeah.